Welcome to the Wonderland. A podcast with coaches Amanda Jones and Alex Linares. Listen in as they drop down the rabbit hole to explore reality, suffering and awakening. Leave your worries and fears behind and get ready for a taste of the Wonderland. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two, The Wonderland. The wonderful thing about these conversations is the stimulation they apply to unexplored yet strangely familiar parts of the machinery. I love that quote because as we're as we're starting to introduce what the Wonderland is, um, there is sort of a kind of nostalgic sense of something that we kind of know deep down from from long, long ago that that the wonder of the world of shapes and forms and and sights and sounds and feelings was exciting, was fascinating, was new and fresh. And the wasteland that is that is some a, a landscape that some of us get caught in is based on the false concepts and beliefs that are conditioned. For instance, life is hard. Life is a struggle. You have to fight. You have to hustle. Things are against you and you must rise up and conquer and control. And if the landscape is populated with that idea, we feel gray. Everything is gray and hard and black with moments of lightness and being, but those are just flukes. Those are just, uh, that's not really how it is. So before we were given the names of things, in a time when the world was overflowing with unknown colors and unshaped shapes, we have now the capacity to kind of remember that and it and see that it's never actually changed. The only thing that's changed is the identification in the mind of the conditioned ideas overlaid on that that are actually the way things are. And that's what we're going to explore. Yeah, I, I love that. And and as it relates to episode one, when we talked about that that feeling of something being off, it's it's really connected to that that separation idea that that there is a, a a world out there and us here having to exert some kind of force on the world to make things happen. And that's if, if that's the basic idea, if that's the foundational premise of of our existence, and then hustle and and hard and effort and sacrifice and and all of that really comes, it makes complete sense that that yeah. that would be built upon that yeah. um, as a framework for how to live. And the nagging sense that you're, it's never enough, not quite there yet, is. Pointing to what we talked about before about the longing is pointing to the fact that there is no end game. There is never enough. Enough is a concept that changes the goalposts all the time. So your failure to get enough or be enough is a success. (laughs) 
Yeah. And in the the idea of of concept, even in their most basic form, not not big belief systems, but the concept of of things being separate from us, the 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 space, that time, just these basic uh, parts of experience. Uh, it's something that that exploring starts shifting and and opening up our our aperture beyond the wasteland, right? Because the wasteland to me is the solidity of those concepts. Yes. In in our experience. Yes. Yes. There are solid actualities, unquestionable, just the way things are. And really it's innocent because there's never been a, a consideration to actually question any of it of what do I believe is what I believe actually true because that, that kind of consideration is quite frightening to a mind identified in with its conditioned ideas. There's a sort of a, a false security in those conditioned ideas for the, for the mind because it, it elicits a sense of, I know what's going on here so that I know how to survive and I know how to be in this separate apparent world. But that's a wasteland. If you look a little closer, there's, a, there's, there's nothing, there's, there's no light coming through because everything, like you said, is solid and there's lines and boundaries around everything and I must be protected and... There's threats coming in and out and it's a scurrying around to find this security in a completely insecure universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the part of the, the experience of the wasteland and, and, you know, to it is that we keep looking for truth as a concept, we keep looking for truth in concepts, right? Because when we're so um, oriented towards concepts as our navigation system, even when we start realizing that that some of those concepts are learned or are not mm-hmm. ours in a personal way, um, we're still using them to navigate. And and I've I've had this experience personally, and and worked with uh, with with a few people who are still trying to navigate with concepts and not seeing anything beyond the wasteland because even those are solid now, right? Yes. They're creating a yeah. whole solidity around an alternate uh, wasteland, right? That is a little different from the other one, but, <laughs> but still, it's still a wasteland. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. because the wasteland isn't anything real. The wasteland right. is navigating by the assumption that concepts are solid and they are how we get and how or what we need in order to do life right so let's, or get life right yeah let's let's give some examples of what concepts we're talking about here mm-hmm. um the concept of happiness the concept of security the concept of um who i am i did the concept of identity uh, the concept of suffering. The concept so, of being a good person. 
yeah the concept of uh of this place of eternal okayness, right? As mm-hmm. as people in this conversation, um, you know, we we see the idea of enlightenment, right, mm-hmm. as a as a goal, and and it shifts, right? But it's all concepts, and and that's where that's where the the wasteland feeling comes from. It's it's not even in the details of the concept, but like the fact that that there are concepts there that that we look as ideals or. Yes. When the mind doesn't see that there's somewhere else to look and explore other than its conceptual ideas, then there's a, there's a feeling of being lost, a feeling of being confused. But it's like taking a thimble of water from the ocean and trying to find the whole entire ocean in that little thimble and believing that that thimble is everything is is the way it is is who i am in the what the world is and no wonder there's 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 contraction and limitation and struggle and confusion because there hasn't been a consideration yet or an invitation to say or admit, I don't know what's going on here. Actually, it's, you know, it's, you hear that saying, it's all meaningless, or it's all meaningless. (laughs) So that's, (laughs) that's kind of what we're pointing to in the wasteland wonderland metaphor is, is this, it's not it's even it's not even just a change of perspective it's a real huge sea change where things look different but nothing is really that different that you still go through your day you still have all the feelings all the thoughts but that the landscape is now populated with uh, amusement park rides instead of mortar shell bombs that might go off if you step on the wrong thing yeah. And and the wasteland to me is I, I can summarize it in my experience simply as this thought, this this kind of song in the back of my mind that's always saying, This is not okay. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. This is not okay. This could be different. This should be different. Yes. And it's so subtle mm-hmm. that uh that I that I personally don't see it sometimes except for the feeling. The feeling yes. is what tips me off because yeah. I'm not hearing that 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 narrative that that slow like very low music in the background mm-hmm. like white noise. Yeah. Yeah. There's so sorry, there's a there's a way in which you we could we could find this really fascinating and hilarious. For, for example, uh, you can notice throughout the day how the mind tells you everything you're doing wrong. You did that wrong. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. And one time I had an insight that said, well, where were you when I was doing the thing I was that was supposedly wrong? Like, where were you <laughs> having coffee? Like, what is this idea, this voice constantly self-correcting me? in a parent separate me 
Like if it knows so much, where was it when I was, you know, screwing up so bad? <laughs> Why nope. is it always late to the party? That's a huge tip off. That's a huge clue that it's just an expression of uh, learned ideas and narrators and interpreters actually talking to themselves. Yeah, that that experience of realizing that the mind plays both sides, it's <laughs> um it's really eye-opening. For me, it was around around food. And it would be within minutes of of ha- having my mind come up, you know, with these urges and and make it feel very urgent, like, ugh, and all the excuses for, you know, I'll start tomorrow or <laughs> yes. it's okay, treat yourself. And then the moment that I took my third bite, it would change well, its story. Yep. But what, I shouldn't have done that. And and really seeing the inconsistency of the yeah. mind, yeah. Uh, it's, really, it's really powerful to see how it plays into the experience of the wasteland. Exactly. Would you can catch on to the mind's contradictions in its narrative, there's a big payoff. Suddenly the wasteland starts to shimmer and sparkle a little bit in the corners. There's a little bit of, hmm, that's weird. And in that, hmm, that's weird. There's, there's some shimmery, sparkly something happening in the background. It's very powerful. So, so what is the wonderland? What is? For me, the wonderland is the actual wonder of the fact that we can be anything at all. That I can open my eyes and see color. That I can feel the textures on an object that that we don't know what this is outside of perceptual conceptual ideas like that's fascinating just looking around looking at the you know the cracks in the sidewalk what is that how does that happen you know, it's a, it's a, it's a remembrance, but not really of a new thing of just watching and feeling the concepts kind of slide off your shoulders about how this is supposed to go and who I'm supposed to be and what this world is. It's, it's mysterious, unknowable. And in that there is such freedom to feel anything at all. I love that. Yeah, to to me, the wonderland is it's is that it's that space of not knowing, mm-hmm. and the not needing to know. Right? That's it. That's the key. That's the key. It's not a bypass of well, I just don't know what's going on here. It's the yeah. actually you don't need to because you are what's going on. You're not separate from it. Yeah. And I think for for what's so beautiful about the the wonderland is that it's moment to moment. It's not a place we get to, it's mm-hmm. not something we work towards. It's just moment to moment. It's a it's a slight shift from thinking we know the truth or wanting to know the truth 
Or to, that there is a truth. Or that there is a truth to begin <laughs> with, exactly. To a space of of acknowledging that we don't know mm-hmm. and there's still this experience. There's still yeah. everything coming in, including the ideas and the concepts of wanting to know or getting this right. And and all that just collapses into the wonderland. Yes. The, the wonderland is not exclusive of the experience of the wasteland. Exactly. It is what where the wasteland is seen for what it is, for the illusion that it is. Beautiful. Yes, I love that. That's it. Because I can hear some people who might be listening to this. Yes, but there's real problems in the world. There's suffering in the world. There's war. There's famine. There's violence. And all of those things, uh, the arguments that the mind makes of the reality of those things keep us locked into the fear of actually questioning what we believe is going on here. It's, it's kind of like a distraction. It's kind of like a handhold of the mind's fear to actually admit and let go and fall down the rabbit hole. If there's, if there's all these real things happening in the world and they are catastrophes and horrible things, you can't, you can't argue with that. It's rock solid. You know, it's airtight. And we're not arguing with it. We're seeing that they, those are aspects of handholds that the mind creates to, to foster a sense of safety in my position and separation from the violence. And the, it's like a false compassion or a false empathy. It's, it's kind of artificial. It's not a denial of things apparently happening in the world. It's a it's a much deeper, much, much more insightful questioning of the whole mystery. Yeah, I I think that's that's huge to see. And and for me and and the way that I've that I see these broader concepts of what's happening in the world and, you know, the, the good and the bad and the right and the wrong and, and things that happen in, in, in our experience that are inexplicable. It's that in trying to logically explain them, we actually minimize them. Mm-hmm. And the way that I've, that I've really been able to honor some of the worst, you know, quote unquote, worst things that have happened in my life or for those around me, it's by really settling back into that space that I I don't understand them. I don't know why they happened. And, and I can feel all the feelings about it. And I'm, I'm open to all of that. And I'm even more open um, to create the space for them because I don't have to minimize them by logic exactly. because I don't have to understand them. Exactly. It's, it, it seems to be a carousel of thoughts, feelings, sensations, never meant to be understood or made sense of. And when we can rest in that and kind of play around in that landscape, there's no resistance. There's no, there's, there's an opening because really the, the trying to logic through why things happen is resistance. Mm-hmm. It's saying this shouldn't have happened. 
but it did happen because X, Y, Z. Or how do I understand them so they don't happen again? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that one. (laughs) (laughs) If I just understood, nothing would feel unsettling or fearful or scary again. Well, we're saying in the wonderland, fear, worry, and any kind of perfume like that transforms into something deeper and more intimate and not alien and not something that needs to be fixed and pushed away. And what's really fascinating to me is that in that open state of not having to understand it, there is learning happening mm-hmm. as well. There, there is this, there's this per, like there's perception of that that things do shift and they move and they change as as things mm-hmm. as experiences show up for us and and that's a paradox because sometimes we feel like well if I don't get why this happened or what the point of it is then it's it's never going to change it's never going to move and and it's just kind of pointing us away from that need to understand to almost get out of the way of what's already moving by the time yeah. that we are trying to analyze it yes it's already it's already changed by that time like i said before the the mind the, the conceptual mind is always late to the party and it is kind of blind to the whole flux and fluidity of experience of what we think is going on and and what the world is and it's not about not you know you can hear this this message oh well there's nothing to do i'm just going to sit back and let everything happen to me it's more about noticing how doing happens regardless of if uh, regardless of who's taking ownership of it but if it's up to you to to turn the wasteland into the wonderland, oh boy, that's going to be tough. And it's always been that way. That's mm-hmm. always what's been happening, uh, except for a story that yeah. that said otherwise. And yeah. so, how do we find the wonderland more in our day to day? I in my experience it starts to be cultivated by questioning when it when it occurs to you questioning uh why do i believe this is hard or suffering or bad or wrong how do i know that's true you know think you know things like that and then and then kind of watching how things start to be lighter and kind of less burdensome and less important because the one who is judging them to be hard and important and burdensome is the very thing that is keeping the wasteland in that form, which is the idea of myself, which goes completely unnoticed because it's old, ancient feeling. I am me. And I am a real autonomous person. I mean, that <laughs> the mother of all beliefs is me. 
once that starts to shimmer like a hologram, everything unfolds from there in the wasteland, kind of transforms into the wonderland. Yeah, I love that. And and then for me, what I've played around with around that concept of me is that the concept of me is made up of all these things that I think I know. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. So almost seeing those areas in my life, even when they're not quote unquote problematic areas, where I feel this certainty. And just looking at those areas, like how funny that I think I know, right? <laughs> yes. And and yeah. often I've uncovered that these areas where I think I know are where a lot of these things are, I'm hooked into mm-hmm. the, the concepts of that solid wasteland. Yeah. And sometimes they feel like they, I'm not paying attention to them. They feel light. But they are the the foundational blocks of this is a me and life is happening to me. Yes. And it's around certainty. Yeah. And that's how I've, I, I've really played around with exploring the that paradox of the wasteland being immersed in the wonderland. Yes. Um, I love that. There's really... I know a lot if people listening to this, well, if I'm not me, who am I? (laughs) And I would just say, if you close your eyes and ask internally, who am I? And you get silence. You got the answer. Now, silence, not in the, in the cynical nothingness. I am nobody because that's still me saying that. But that, that just quiescence in the center of a storm of thought and feeling. And the mind will say, oh, I didn't get an answer. Let me try again. <laughs> and so you ask again and you get silence. That's it. That's it. That's the wonderland. Yeah, I, I love that. And something that, that's been coming up for me a lot is around that space of silence is that the reason why there there may be silence as a response when we when we ask that question is not because there's no answer but because it's so obvious it yeah. needs no answer <laughs> yes 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 i mean the this the questions of who am i what am I, what am I doing here? What is this place? Those aren't, those, those aren't questions about the self idea. Those are the self idea. Mm-hmm. So when we get silence in return from asking that question, that's, that's the unspeakable kind of ineffable truth, so to speak. Of what we are, but it's so non-conceptual that there are no words for it. There's just, there can be kind of a sense and a softness in a, a sparkly wonderland. This has been the Wonderland Podcast. 
If you'd like to explore further with Amanda or Alex, visit Amanda's website at uncoverispace.com or Alex's website at kanemacoaching.com. <laughs>